hail our fair Riverdale. Register. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. My name is John. And welcome back to another episode of the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. It's the Ca- final battle, everyone. Caitlin's this is it. battle against this loop. <laughs> Caitlin's been trapped in a time bubble. This is so funny. Time bubbles keep coming up. I just watched this movie called, um, oh my God, I forget what it's called, but apparently it is a prequel to a movie that I haven't seen called The Endless. And I was told not to actually look uh, into it too much, uh-huh. but I did immediately read like every single thing I could about these movies. Um, Reverie? No, that's not right. But anyway, time bubbles are like a big thing in it. <laughs> and it keeps coming up. It's like I've never heard that term until... The last month. Well, it's a fun term because it can mean anything. Right. It's a bubble of time. True. What? A bubble of time, sure. <laughs> what does that sense. mean? It uh, means it's a bubble in which time is different. Makes sense to me. I don't know. Uh, we got actually a lot of hilarious questions from the audience. This Heck week, yeah, by the way. Me. So my first one is, hold on, this is very, very good. Freddie Lawson, shout out to Freddie. Freddie Lawson had three questions. Two of them are serious. But the first one that I'm going to ask is, do you think one of the Rivervale Jugheads is best friends with Brett? And if so, which one? <laughs> no. No. Do no. You think Brett that- in Rivervale actually <laughs> is an asshole. Do you think, though, that Brett thinks that they're friends? Because I think no, so. No, I, you know what I think it is? I think Rivervale Brett thinks they're mortal enemies, and mm. Rivervale Jughead doesn't know him. Interesting. <laughs> well, look, everybody needs an enemy who has no idea who they are. I actually do have an enemy who has no idea who I am. Isn't that great? Yeah, she doesn't know me. She's never... We... We've only seen each other, but yeah, you. And yeah. God damn it! You can't say that on the podcast. You have to. You have to delete that. You have to delete that. But that is that. who you're talking yes, about. Yes, of course it's who I'm talking about. Hilarious. You have to delete it, or can you just bleep it out? Can you figure out how <laughs> yeah, you do yeah, it? Yeah. I'll okay. do that. Okay, if I can. Please do it, or just delete it because I will get in trouble. Either it needs to be gone, or it needs to be. It either needs to be completely bleeped out, or it needs to be deleted because I could actually get in trouble for that. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Because I know so many people listen to this podcast. But you better promise me. You promise the whole cast listens to this podcast. God, you can do it. You got to stop, John. I'm getting very anxious. I'm going to text you about this later. So the other question is, do you think that Jughead is the main character of Riverdale? I think he has the advantage of being the narrator. Mm. I think he's the main character. I don't think it's Archie. He can center himself more than anyone else. What was that movie where... The person like, oh, it's the Great Gatsby kind of. Or no, it's Gossip Girl. It's not the Great Gatsby. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's Same dip. <laughs> so the reason I said the Great Gatsby was because on Gossip Girl, the character of Dan, who spoilers is Gossip Girl. What? Do you you know that? Yeah. Okay. So he kind of writes himself into the gossip column that he creates anonymously. And he's like, I was like like how long do you think he spent on that how long do i think he spent what <laughs> like like crafting his own conversations with himself oh he's the he's the worst so too long he, ugh, man the saddest thing is that like i would have like loved dan in high school and like i hate that about myself you, you don't have to be evil it's just oh man uh, and this is actually something that I think we should do at some point, maybe not right away, but after season six finishes, can you give us your ranking of all the seasons so far? Yeah, I think we should we should definitely have like a big final final battle. Piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not final misusing the term battle. The seasons. I think like, I think this is one of my top seasons, actually. I think I've I've haven't been this consistently entertained in a mm-hmm. long time. 
Good job. But yeah, that's kind of, I got a couple of other ones, but I Hit think. Me. No, do some more. Okay, let's see what we got. Is there a staffing shortage of celebrity hairstylists or supply chain shortage of hair dye? SOS, save Archie. And that is from Caitlin. Not from me, Caitlin. Different I thought Caitlin. his hair looks pretty good. Wow. And you'd be wrong, John. You'd be wrong. Right. We got another one. Uh, would it have really hurt to show Percival finding out the gang was back alive? I know it's tell not show for Riverdale, but come on. <laughs> that is, wow. It's weird that I didn't think about that. Well, I, I, the end of last episode was, I guess, theoretically him realizing they're alive, but he still didn't see Archie. Yeah, honestly. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. For me, I think multiple events in this episode could have been whole episodes. Right. Which is why I'm, I'm like shocked that they always have this like problem with pacing when I'm like, well then stop putting five episodes of content in your second to last one. Yeah. We could have really spent a little bit more time on baby Anthony becoming an adult. <clears throat> that would have been a great way to explain how Tony is comfortable with mm. such a thing. Would be more time. <laughs> They're, on like... The choice. <laughs> They're like, choice. They're like, guys, we had a conversation over lunch, and I think skipping my son's childhood is the move. <laughs> That's exactly. It was so casual. It was like, yeah, we'll miss his childhood, but like, like honestly, how annoying. Babe, I'm so tired of the diapers. <laughs> Let's just go. <laughs> maybe she was like, oof. You know, maybe that would have been a fun episode if she was like exhausted from parenting. Mother, yeah. She's like, I have so many things to do, and I'm just not interested in this. Can he be like a hot 25 year old instead? You know what? Older than me. Older than me. Yeah. Can he be like four or five years older than me? It's a weird dynamic, though. It's so strange. Yeah. It's, the, 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 Fangs is like two years, maybe two older than this guy. He's he like, like, my son! <laughs> hugging it's him. It's very strange. He looks like Fangs, though. It's kind of he weird. He looks a thing. lot like Fangs. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder who. Uh, yeah. I thought it might be like his brother, but I didn't really look into it that deeply. So I, I meant to. And then all I could find was like things about the actual baby because it wasn't updated. Yeah. Yeah. I was Googling it too to like, like uh, show a picture to Beth to be like, you won't believe what guy. happened in this week's episode of Riverdale. This baby? This baby's an adult now. <laughs> this baby became an adult man. What does the adult man look like? And I had to Google it. And, and it's all pictures it. of a baby. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, I guess when you Google baby Anthony, that's inevitably what's going to come up. But that's not our fault. <laughs> It is not. <laughs> do I do the episode title now? Yes. Okay, so. Mm, I'm really on it today. I really, I had a Wikipedia page pulled up and everything. So, The Stand, which is the title of the episode, is a novel written by American author Stephen King, and it was from 1978, and apparently, because I've never read this book, it is about the aftermath of a deadly pandemic of weaponized influenza, and then the survivors of that, who are good and evil... And there's like fantasy elements. It's and it was also a mini series as well on ABC. But here is what we're gonna really focus on. It's hold on. <laughs> there's more than that. It's first of I've all, never seen it. Huge book, gigantic, yeah, very book. big book. I knew very that. long tale story from beginning to end of virus wiping out and like a final battle for the for the fate of humanity. I've never watched any of the original miniseries. I've seen some of the new miniseries that's been on Paramount Plus. Oh, it like just came out with like Alexander Skarsgård as what? like the bad guy. Yeah. Oh, oh got your attention. Suddenly, yeah, James interesting. Marsden, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, and what a weird cast. To be honest, yeah, and like <laughs> I wish I liked it more, but apparently he's also like written and rewritten the ending of The Stand like a bunch of times for you know Stephen King super fans. Apparently, it's a really cool book. There's also a man named the Trash Can Man. Yes, Ezra Miller plays the Trash Can Man oh, in no. the show. <laughs> Remember when that, like, I, like six months ago, I'd be like, oh, great, wow. I, I love them. Wow. They're great. 
<laughs> they are great and not at all terrifying. Oh man! And didn't kidnap you anyone. Just, I just keep thinking about Warner Brothers had a probably a full flash trailer. They were like, you know what? No, it doesn't need to be a Comic Con. We could just they don't that doesn't need to be. But there. they're gonna release that movie. They have to. And it, that's gonna be it, hard. Like, apparently, is functionally important for their world building. Can they just like put a title card and be like? In the lost footage of the Flash movie, here, here were all the six points we were going to hit. Just you released got it on it? YouTube or something. Right, right, exactly. Oops, who did that? <laughs> oh, no. Crazy. We won't be answering any questions. They're just going to take a loss of millions of dollars. Yeah. I mean, maybe it'll be good. I don't know. Maybe at the end of the movie, the Flash brings Ezra Miller to justice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if they can find them. I think that's a problem. I think that I think Ezra Miller was literally They're lost. off the grid. I just With didn't. people, it's very unclear and really wild. I didn't have it on my bingo card. <laughs> I really didn't. I'm a really big fan. Or I, I guess I was a really big fan. That's the thing. Jacob's, Jacob's always like, yeah, you really know how to pick these celebrities. <laughs> that you like. You're really doing great, Caitlin. Yeah. It's fine. You're not I, an Army Hammer fan or ever were, were you? I did. I Okay. You so, had a face? No, I wasn't. I don't think he's particularly... Um, like, I didn't care that much about him, but there was this really mean buzz. Well, now it was really, um, you know, hindsight. Apt. Yes, exactly. But there's this BuzzFeed article that somebody wrote about how, like, like Army Hammer keeps failing up or something. Or not, <laughs> something like that. Or it's, it was basically like, Army Hammer's only here because his family is rich. And I'm like, well, that's not untrue, I guess, in a lot of ways. But it was, like, kind of an unnecessarily harsh article. Uh-huh. And even Army Hammer was like, hey, this is, like, kind of mean. I do, like, work hard to, like, be an actor. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know what? That was a little petty. Right. Definitely not, like, the hill to die on kind of a thing. But, like, yeah, like, why? Okay. Anyway, no. Apologies to that BuzzFeed writer, whoever they are. Very, no. Uh, yeah. You you have a sixth sense or something. That was right on the money. Anyway. <laughs> this episode was written by Danielle Iman and Evan Kyle. Danielle cool. was the one who was a staff writer on Moon Knight, and she is also a writer on an upcoming episode of Pretty Little Liars Original Sins. I saw I saw Danielle's name in the credits because I think she's a co-producer on it. Huge. Yeah, huge. And I just started watching Pretty Little Liars Original Sin. I am 1.5 episodes in. What do you think? What do you think? Tell me about uh, Pretty Little Liars Original Sin, okay. the show I will likely not watch. Yeah, you're not going to watch it, I'm sure. Um, there's a lot of things that I really, really like about it. I just feel like this is not so much a problem with the show as much as it is a problem with the streaming situation. Their situation. P- situation that we're all in. The pilot doesn't feel like a pilot. Like, the en- like I just... It just feels like episode one? It doesn't even feel like episode one. It kind of feels like it should have been a two-part pilot. Because you don't really, you kind of know a little bit about what's going on, mm-hmm. but the the original Pretty Little Liars pilot, and even the Pretty Little, oh my God, so hard to say, Pretty Little Liars, the Perfectionists pilot, there's a lot of P's, was very like, these are the characters, mm-hmm. this is the problem, mm-hmm. this is the inciting incident, right. this is how they're going to deal with it. This is what every episode is going to look like. Yeah. Like, Pretty Little Liars, the first... The pilot episode is so compelling because it has all these twists and turns. And it also sets up, like, all these, like... It sets up, like, four, like, kind of, like, micro-conflicts in the episode that you're like, okay, no, these are going to... each character has... This is the story they will be exploring. Exactly. Just such a well-written pilot. And this show has a very interesting, dark, like, horror um, element to it, but... 
it doesn't quite set up everything right away. So I'm like, okay, this show's gonna be about these girls figuring out like what their parents did in the 90s. Okay, well, we're not really focused on that right now. Now it's about like this mean girl who may be setting them up because she's kind of like bullying them. But mm-hmm. okay, and it's, it's not exactly what it's about. It's like about them getting revenge on her. And then the episode two is like, kind of a whole different thing. So I feel like I'm going to like see how it plays out. It's gotten really good reviews. Like I thought that maybe I would be the only person who's like super into it, truthfully, mm-hmm. because it, a lot of people have reboot fatigue. But it seems like it's really doing very well critically. So I think maybe I just have to give it the three episodes and then I'll be like... Did it release with three episodes at once? Yes. How many episodes are going to be in the season? I think only like 10. So, like, I, I feel like a lot of them are do that three-episode thing for the reason you're talking about, where they almost write them as, by the third episode, you'll have all the yeah. context that, in the past, one pilot episode would have given you. It's just kind of annoying. But I hate when they do that yeah. for such a short season, because it was like, cool, but now it's only... <laughs> you okay, so? so now it's only now it's only an eight-week experience of like i don't even know if it'll be eight weeks because it's not releasing one episode per week what yeah it's gonna do apparently it's gonna do like three two two three or something like that (laughs) and if that math works out uh oh yeah that's crazy i know stella are you that feels like that's getting burned off though wouldn't they want more weeks of Twitter discussions and stuff? Isn't that the point of the weekly format now? You know, to I... To, like, get to the euphoria level of, like, everyone is talking about it. I genuinely don't know. I don't know if it even matters if it's, like... Does it matter if everybody's watching week to week? Or are they just happy if everybody watches in the first week and then they get, like, stragglers who will watch, yeah, they're, you know? They're trying to get... They're trying to get people to join the service, right? It's got to right. be so exciting that you have like i gotta be there for it i gotta be there man yeah that's the point so like that's why peacock's doing really badly right now yeah i did have that i watched a peacock show last night would you i watched 10 minutes of a peacock show last night okay now Um, now we're talking (laughs) it called the resort the only reason we turned it off was because we were tired Uh uh-huh right Um, peacock (laughs) peacock's bullshit oh it's free unless you want to watch our originals (laughs) then you gotta pay I really liked One of Us is Lying, though. I think One of Us is Lying has a real pilot for a streaming show. That pilot has, okay, these are the characters. This is their problem. This is the inciting incident. This is how they're going to deal with it. Yeah. So if Pretty Little Liars can maybe, you know, I'm just going to I'm gonna give it another uh, episode. But I, I'm enjoying it. I, like, am excited to keep I watching it. I have no doubt it. you're going to finish the season. <laughs> Caitlin, we know. You're not going to. Every year be excited for the next season and yes, still my... be like, I'm not really sure what they're doing. <laughs> I'm so excited though. I mean, here's the thing. It's very Scream. And as we know, I love Scream. And Pretty Little Liars is like my favorite thing in the entire world. So there's really no flaws here. Right. But, you know. Do you like these new these new Little Liars? I love Bailey Madison. I've been meaning to te- uh, text Beth about this actually because I just, we were texting before I started watching it. But Bailey Madison is really good. I don't know who Yeah, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. I don't even know. She was a child actor in that movie with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, I believe. Just also just wait, go with that's it. like three movies. Those those yeah. two have worked together a lot. Just go with it was a movie though. Okay, yeah, no, um, I, didn't I watch think it. she's in that. She was a child though. She was young because sure. we were younger, and she was she's younger than us. Right. So 
She was like, I don't cool. like that, though. Cool. That's scary. <laughs> no, time? That's scary. Bad. This episode was also written by Evan Kyle, the uh, writer's PA turned writer on the show. He wrote Angels in America. Was that with uh, Tabitha being an angel in America? This is the one where Tabitha learns to time travel. He wrote The Return of the Pussycats. Oh, I that was a good one. Yeah. That would have been a good spinoff. Yeah. I think that Ashley Murray is like, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not being burned again. Really? Yeah. She did have an interview on a red carpet where she's like, I think we're fine. So. Okay. Yeah, bummer. He wrote Reservoir Dogs. The movie? No, the episode. The episode. <laughs> oh, cool, cool, cool. Do you was remember that, that one? Bingo? No? Uh, chapter 89, Reservoir Dogs, one we've checked in the past. Hmm... While helping Eric deal with his PTSD, Archie is forced yes. to confront his own past trauma it's, in the army. It's a dogfighting ring. Yes, you're right. Cool. Yeah. This episode was directed by Sierra Gloud. This is uh, her only episode of Riverdale, where she's credited as Sierra Shooter Gloud, oh, which maybe. is fun. Is she like a DP too? <laughs> I think she was a camera operator before this. Now she is also directed. She is also directing Chapter Six of Pretty Little Liars: Original Sin. I wish I had a cool nickname. <laughs> My nickname at college was Muskrat. <laughs> That's a great nickname. Is it though? You're like you're like uh, Miss Marvel. She's Sloth Baby. Okay, that's definitely worse. I think. I no, I I like it, but you know, it's not like cool. <laughs> so you know, it's endearing to me. This episode is one storyline that doesn't really split into a bunch of different smaller threads. So we're just gonna go act by act. Cool. It's different. We're having fun. We're keeping it loose. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be good. We open with Jughead writing the following in an article for his newspaper that we all forgot about. Who's going to read that? <laughs> like, to say, they're busy. There's a comment. He calls Percival Pickens a mortal interdimensional sorcerer whose okay. power grows by the hour. And he wants to claim Riverdale or destroy it. He shut down the town borders. Nobody outside the town knows what's happening. But the good news is they have Archie planning their counteroffensive. Mm, yeah, he's done really well so far, so... You remember the, quar- the 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 quarantine cliffhanger from season three? Yeah, and then they were like, "What about that quarantine?" Do you remember? Do you remember my pitch uh, when it when, when it happened of like what I thought the rest of the season would be? What that they would? I thought they'd be cut off from the rest of the world, and mm-hmm. the world, and then the Riverdale world would grow more and more to resemble that of a Griffins and Gargoyles fantasy setting. That would have been some kind cool. of final battle. This feels kind of similar. Yeah, kind of. I, I could have written on this season. <laughs> I have to say, I feel like there's very few episodes of Riverdale where I feel like the outside world does exist. Except for like <laughs> the four towns in its like area where it's like, this happened in Greendale and then also New York City. <laughs> Maybe that'll be what next season's about. Yeah. Oh, we don't actually exist in the real world. Oh, weird. Well, actually, I, I do genuinely think that could be a thing. If they, if they, the comet. Anyway, we'll get there. River Mill time. Tabitha, Cheryl, and Heather seal the Hellmouth with the Holy Grail. Problem solved. Yeah, I think so. Reggie reports that Percival's store has been cleared out, so Archie tells him to burn it down, which Cheryl does. Cheryl's like, can we just put him inside? It feels so much easier. And they don't have him. I know, but like, mm, she's wanted to forever. Yeah, she 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 voices that multiple times. Yeah, she's kind of and no one lets her do it, even when they're all surrounding Percival and punching him in the face. No, she's never once like. Fire. No, that's all she wanted. Fire. Though. Oh, and all their parents were killed. Yeah. Sorry, two of their parents and Frank were killed. 
<laughs> and father figure Frank. Betty's Betty's freaked out, and Polly really isn't. Cheryl can just resurrect them again once yeah. they have bodies. Death doesn't matter anymore, Betty. We I, beat it. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh man. So what are we gonna do now? Like, how much worse could it get if we don't care about dying? We can bring everyone back to life. And they should be very like protective of Cheryl. If this is the situation. Yeah, no, 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 one, no one really cares. Yeah, okay. Business as usual, but now we can bring people back to life. <laughs> cool. cool. Oh, cool, cool. Uh, Archie does, or sorry, Reggie does save the uh, Hiram. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm, he lives in the painting. Yeah. Oh, sorry, man. Let's get you out of there. <laughs> Even though it wasn't that thing like tied to some curse on Re- Veronica also. Hmm. No, wasn't that the book? Oh, no, no, no you're right. Yeah, so it was like their objects. And she was like, afraid. don't burn this. Yeah, that was the Hiram painting, or that was the the Veronica painting. Why would it be the Veronica painting? I don't know. Interesting. Anyway, I forget a lot. Fangs and Tony comfort Kevin. Hmm. Reveal they brought Moose back to town just in time, buddy. <laughs> so Veronica meets with Archie. She asks him how he feels about Frank, and he's like, "Who?" Yeah, so he's like, she's like, how do you feel? And he's like, I couldn't sleep. I'm upset. And then she's like, no, no, no. But how do you feel that your uncle's dead? <laughs> like, oh, okay. Um, and then he's like, mm, yeah, he's a soldier. Yeah, I don't really like that guy. It's complicated feeling. That guy really gets me in trouble a lot. You know what we really love? We love drinking silently on the porch, not sharing a word with one another. That's our favorite thing. Push it down. Push those feelings down. Trauma boys for life. Archie has set a meeting with Percival to establish rules of engagement and would like Veronica to come along. Hmm. And Veronica's like, you had me at meeting. <laughs> so this idea that they are going to like have a meeting and then only after are they like, but actually we're going to try to kill him in the meeting, I think is so funny. Where yeah, they were just, they were like, here's the plan. We have a normal meeting <laughs> with the worst person we know right. to establish rules for how we should fight. <laughs> and then someone later is like, but what if we use that meeting right, as a way exactly. to kill him? It's like, oh, okay. They're doing really well. You can tell why they haven't really gotten a lot of, uh, like, uh, a lot of ground on Percival <laughs> yet. Yeah. Tabitha, Tabitha has been apparently just on her free time checking out timelines. And there's one where they shoot Percival in the face during their meeting. So when they show up, La Baby Lion is now crawling with ghoulies. There's Twyla Twist. Remember, remember her. Remember how excited we were to have her on the show. As yeah, like she's back. So we're thrilled. Villain. She reveals that this gang is all side characters we've seen all over the season. All your favorites, like Creepy Doctor Junior, Principal Weatherby, and the Lady from Social Services. <laughs> Turns out we killed off all of our major side characters in Riverdale already. Yeah. Where is Agent Drake? <laughs> wow, that would have been a good one. Just or, saying. Or the other agent who, who Betty works with. Yes, there. where is Betty's other agent friend? You know, any other teachers that we might have met over the years? Oh, we didn't do that. We didn't do that. Yeah. Um, no, they were all teachers. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Pop. <gasps> that would have been interesting, right? Wait, is Pop he, Tate. Where is Pop? He's not there. He hasn't been he, here in a like, while. I'm going back to heaven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. <laughs> I'm actually in the ghost army. <laughs> You know, remember the ghost was... train never arrives. <laughs> I remember when I've been waiting for a ghost train for months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just really needed to take it back to quote unquote Florida. It's so funny how we made that joke about Bob being dead and thinking that would be a totally ridiculous thing. And that... now here we are. <laughs> here we are, ghost trains and all. That could have been canon. Yep. 
Oh, yeah. Pretty much everything that we said that was, like, outlandish and ridiculous. Now. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Amazing. Percival warns Veronica at their meeting that he's totally poison-proof right now. Cool. He did all of the things. And uh, they offer him, in a trade for their dead, Archie. Archie's like, do whatever you want. Starve me. Chain me up. And Percival says, sounds great. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought this was weird, too, because nobody was like, we'll give him Archie. And, like, there was no Right, at their, at their meeting earlier when they're yeah. like, what should we give him? Yeah, Archie's just like, I guess I'll die-ish for you. Yeah. I don't know. Archie's like, I'm forged. I can take it. So just... And then Veronica's like, he's immortal, so that'll be good for you. And I didn't know what that meant. I was like, are you saying that he'll just torture him forever and it'll bring him joy? Was yeah. that the... That's so sick. Archie's not immortal. Right. He's just invulnerable. He's forged. Uh- Hmm. Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, the more we say, the less meaning <laughs> it doesn't I think feel like it, it means has. anything. Yeah. Especially in this episode where it is rendered completely meaningless. Right. Percival right. reveals he has a mace forged in the pits of Asgard that can hurt forged skin, just like his magic knives. So, what is Asgard a real place? In Rivervale. Okay, I guess. Sure. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, what's the question here? Doesn't Thor live there? <laughs> I thought that was like Thor's house. Yes, that is that is where okay. all the gods, the Norse gods, live. That's, okay, that's their that's their place. Interesting. It's their realm. Yeah. There's nine of them. I saw that Dark World movie. Yeah, that's the one on a plane. It was bad. Fun. I saw the the third one also. I've not seen the fourth. That one's one. genuinely fun. Yeah. Yes, it is. Percival wants them to pledge their allegiance, and then Veronica invokes her father and shoots Percival. But the gun shoots flowers. It's kind actually of, like a fun little yeah, practical. Little thing. cute. I like yeah. that. So uh, Percival sits war o'clock for 8.30 at Pops, wherever Pops is at that point in time. Sure. But he'll give them their dead. And when Twyla asks him why he gave them their dead, he tells her it's because he's a little stupid. <laughs> you were going to say that. It's like, yeah. <laughs> they really should have seen this coming. Oh, no, no. There are certain things where I'm like, yeah. Obviously, this you is keep, the way you keep going to this guy in good faith encounters. Yeah, no, no, he's just bad. He's just a bad man. <laughs> he's, he's trying he's to trick a, you. He's a villain. Betty wants to see her mom before Cheryl tries to resurrect her by, you know, setting her on fire. So uh, she opens the casket and she's horrified. And everyone is, as we're told, not shown that they that they uh, weren't returned with heads. So my question is, just just throwing this out there, they were beheaded. Even if the head was in there, it would still not be attached to the body. It, they would all get well. They 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 re-sew them to the body. They at do the end of later, the yes. But like you know, you get you're what, gonna did, see. what did they think they were gonna see? Right. I mean, you could have seen them holding their heads. That would have been creepy. Just thinking of like the worst way that could happen. Yeah. That'd yeah. Be bad. Yeah. Like was, she shouldn't have looked. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so in Act Two, Tabitha begs Jughead to leave Riverdale before he's killed in the final battle. And he says he's not leaving them. He came back from the dead for this. Right. And she did ask and she's, him. And she says, yeah, I, I knew you'd say that. I've already checked in the yeah. future. <laughs> that must be exhausting. It must be a real problem. Yeah. Percival casts a ghoulish spell featuring puppets. I love the puppets. Puppets were fun. They're so fun. The Glenn puppet. The Glenn puppet is so yeah. creepy. It's like a little zombie puppet with a little mm-hmm. sewing, sewed lines or whatever. Thread lines. Creepy. Reggie asks Archie at his house what they should do. Archie says they should leave the houses and hide in the gay woods. Let Percival <laughs> and his army come to them. Kevin knows the terrain. <laughs> they have powers. <laughs> Kevin's 
spent years in those woods. He really has. If they get down and dirty, they can win. And Reggie says, sweet. Hey, bro, get me a brewski. <laughs> and, then, and then he makes this smirk, then Bingo growls at him. Mm. I feel like Bingo does actually hate Reggie no matter what, yeah, though. just in general. Yeah. That's, that's the, actually the moment that Bingo just realized Reggie was in the house. Oh, oh no, wait a second. No, I don't like this man. <laughs> I don't think Reggie likes pets. I don't think he's a pet guy. No. No, you, you don't think, what kind of pet? He wouldn't keep any kind of pet, not mm. even like a, a lizard in like a cage. I feel like he's a guy with an like animal in a cage in the corner. Yeah, he could have a lizard. He could be a lizard guy. He could talk to the lizard about his Veronica problems. That would have been great. I would yeah, love. Yeah, that would have been a good little If, if Reggie thing. had like a bearded lizard, he would just take out and talk to about his problems Because he doesn't day. have hey, friends. Hey, bud. Yeah, no, no one knows me. Like, you know me. It's so sad. <laughs> ah, actually. you pricked me. Ah, oh, you're so oh. cool. Oh my God, now it's making me really upset. It's so sad. He, his only friend is his pet lizard who doesn't even exist. What a sad thing. He exists in your heart. In my heart forever, yeah. So uh, Betty is on the phone with Polly saying she wants to be alone for this sequence. And then she hears a racket downstairs. Uh, Veronica hears a knock on her door and it's her abuela. Heather tells Cheryl there's been, they've been wrong about the comet. That's when Jason comes in and asks Cheryl to play while wearing a bow and arrow. Hmm. So... Mm. Bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're wondering why we haven't been talking enough about Jason being back from the dead, it's because it didn't last. It didn't. He shoots Heather and then shoots at Cheryl. I thought this was very weird that he had to, like, die immediately. That no, that everyone else gets to live. But, well, it, I feel like Cheryl's at this point where it's like, you know that saying where, like, if you have a hammer, everything starts looking like a nail? Yes. If you have pyrokinesis, everything starts looking like a flammable object. <laughs> if, you, if you can set it on She's fire. She's like, I can fire should. my way out of this problem. Yeah, because nobody, I mean, I guess Glenn does get, you know, re-chopped up. And he he is also the only one. Wait, is that... It's Abuela. She's Abuela. Abuela lives. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cheryl, remember Veronica runs through the door, slimes it, right, and then Ew. Abuela shoots all of the glass, then reaches around and grabs the knobs and gets paralyzed from her neurotoxin. So, but quite, she did she die before this though? Would no, she, Abuela's been alive. She's alive. I wasn't I, sure. This feels like if, if I wouldn't be surprised if we found out they wanted um, Geraldo. Oh yeah, Geraldo, Geraldo to come back. And instead that he, like, wasn't available. And they're like, I guess yeah. Abuela? Like, yeah, I could see that, too. That would make sense. Because he, yeah. Because then he'd be like, you killed me, Veronica. I'm pretty mad about that. Right. Whereas, you realistically, Abuela should be mad that, that she I know. murdered her son and help, help, helper. Yeah. Also, like, still no sister. Hermosa, like, is just she's like, busy. a phone. She's, a, she's busy yeah, being a phone. Exactly. She's got a lot of calls to take. She, it's not her fault. She can't control it. But yeah, so she's alive and she keeps being alive. And I guess Jason was dead, so he had to go back to being dead. Right. And Polly is unaffected. Yeah, Glenn but... was dead and is raised through a completely different means. Is Polly going to be upset he... about Jason? Polly doesn't seem to care about anything. I'm suspicious of her again. It's weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And also, I would feel like Cheryl would have more of an emotional reaction to Jason being back she like apologizes to him before setting him on fire with her mind yeah she she says she feels bad somebody um also asked us why cheryl um like why jason wants to spend all this time with cheryl when he could have spent time with the children he's never met (laughs) and i was like 
Yeah, I kind of get that. Yikes, he hates those kids. Yeah, oof. No, I really wanted to avoid teen fatherhood, and you just pulled me right back in, but that's fine. Is he meant to... Is he meant to still be a teenager? I think so. But, like, Polly's an adult now? Yeah, that's a little weird. Hmm. Maybe not. Maybe, like, in heaven they aged... I'm sure in heaven it worked out better. It's been a while. Yeah, he's, like, 16, and she's, like... Mm, like 24 yeah i feel like we have to give them a pass though <laughs> you know it's not quite a miss grundy situation mm. not that the age difference isn't weird but you know complicated it's a complicated one i just remembered uh the part where tabitha and jughead are just eating lunch and she's yeah. like wait my sense of the divine is tingling <laughs> sure tabitha i love her so much she she says the silliest things but with such conviction <laughs> can't can't help it uh, uh betty grabs a chainsaw and says come get some with glenn running at her archie wrestles reggie against the wall kind of trying to i guess suffocate him to knock him out while reggie just stabs and stabs and this stabs was... and stabs and stabs actually very scary yeah this was kind of an intense <laughs> like, scene I was, jesus christ man <laughs> there's this scene and then the scene with percival later where i was like oh wow this is like bloodier than it they really to go be. for the fighting yeah yeah it's kind of weird and uh tabitha and mingo find archie after and mingo just licks archie's wound thank god that i knew that this was going to be like a healing thing because it is absolutely disgusting (laughs) yeah otherwise so gross so disgusting so uh, abuela apologizes to veronica for the mind control does she know about hiram she does now. I guess. She and she's not. like, yeah, I'm fine. You have poison yeah. powers. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Maybe and I There's won't. a lot to take into <laughs> yeah. Polly checks in on Betty and sees the bloody chainsaw on the bloody Betty. And Glenn's parts are still twitching in the garage. Gross. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, Heather tells Cheryl not to apologize for Jason's possession. It's fine. I'm not a real person with it's, real opinions. It's okay. I'm just here for information. You were talking about a comet. Yeah. Archie shirtless and his wounds are gone. Nice. Bingo's powers don't just heal legs. They heal other people too. Through oh. spit. Oh, sorry. I only heal legs. <laughs> Specifically legs. And your wounds are above the legs. That sucks, man. <laughs> I'll find another dog. <laughs> yeah. no, there's got to be another dog out there. Reggie? Reggie's like, sorry, bro. Uh, Tony enters. She, Fangs, and Kevin have a lunatic plan. <laughs> oh, Baby. Kevin, who's actually really not involved in this necessarily He's, at all. Kevin was also there while we came up with this plan. <laughs> Baby is the only true threat to Percival because he'll live about as long as Percival, which is forever. <laughs> which is infinity. <laughs> which is uh, to the end of time. And so if, if, the, if the serpents break into the baby lion with Baby... Kick some ass, take some heads, mm. and then Baby fights Percival, they'll win. And then Archie says, but Baby is a baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And Tony says, he's like, I understand, my son is an infant, but what if Tabitha used her time travel powers to make my son not an infant anymore? A thing that we actually don't know she can do. Right, something she's never done before. Try it for the first time on my infant son <laughs> so that he'll never be an infant again. 
And, and then, never <laughs> ask if it's like, oh, yeah, and we'll reverse it as right, needed. Right. This is permanent. Right. You will never get those days back. It's also kind of cruel because, okay, this is, I just have questions. And I know right, you can't right, answer No, no, that. no, I can't. <laughs> like, but but let's, let's just get, let's get, step a little bit forward, right? Because okay, Tabitha's yes. like, I, maybe. And then they like step out of Archie's office and adult baby is there, right? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. let's go fight Percival. What from his perspective has his life been? Right, exactly. <laughs> has he just been like in this room for like <laughs> 20 years? I'll tell this like, you're going to fight Percival. You're going to fight Percival. <laughs> no, I know. Like, does he go through the... Like, is there a time... Like, is he in, like, a different timeline where he has a child? Did he... Mind? Right. Does it's he like so... Dad? Remember we played catch and Fangs is like, no. <laughs> no, and technically that's not actually a thing that happened. Right. You were in a time bubble. Right. It's all make-believe. Or is it just that he grew up instantly is it like poof you're adult and here are things you need to know and you also have all these skills of adult people it's very confusing does he fall in love with that child of the ghoulies that child doesn't exist yeah that child's just in heaven right that's so sad that's an imaginary child that's so sad <laughs> but but i guess he is gay that's what yeah, you know or at good. or you know with all riverdale characters at least by <laughs> at least by and that's my favorite part of riverdale but I don't understand. So his whole life is gone. Right. Like, that's so sad. Right. And you know what? Everything he's known in his entire life is you have to defeat the super sorcerer, Percival Pickens. And it's good that he's he about does to it. fail to do that. <laughs> the what will he spend the rest of his life for? That's so crazy. He doesn't even have a bed in his house. Have you ever encountered anything like this before? Um, yes. Be well, mm, a time bubble where they age up rapidly. Yeah. This is mm. this is kind of a trope in fantasy stuff. I'm trying to think. I think I have. In life. I think I have, but I'm trying to think of where it was. Where somebody just ages rapidly. I mean, kind of Buffy. Yeah, can I spoil you a thing yeah. from Angel? Of course, yeah. Uh, so Angel and <gasps> Darla okay. have a son. Oh. And they will have a son. Okay. Uh, and like cults and everyone is like, we got to get this baby. Uh, I know where and I'm like, remembering we can. it. We got to save this baby. But then the cult gets the baby and like jumps through a hell dimension. Bummer. And like next, I think, I guess next season or next episode, I can't quite remember because mm -hmm. I watched it on TNT where it was just yeah. played one after the other. It always played at the gym on TNT. Uh, uh, Connor arrives as like a teenager, human and like feral kid who grew up in a hell dimension raised by another guy to murder angel oh that's fun though <clears throat> and I, yeah no he didn't wind yeah. up being fun he was just kind of annoying for a while teenagers on shows tend to be yeah but fortunately baby is like 27 but yeah thank so... god and he's gonna be just fine i also think of in the hundred is there's like there was like a they were getting in their cryopods to like fly to another planet because earth was just fucked yeah and two of them would be like cool we're gonna like not freeze ourselves uh we're in love with each other and want Aww. to just like watch over y'all while we get to the next place and so when they freeze they like, wake up again and this new guy is there he's like i'm their son hi oh that's wait sorry is he are the original two dead yeah yeah they died over, oh, right. over the years so then who... and, and the new son is like they never do anything with him they're just like yeah i guess this character is also here we don't really like him that's so sad the son like only grew up with his parents and his parents that's so sad right he, yeah. his parents told him all their lives about their friends and then their friends all wake up and they're like oh cool bye that's so <laughs> sad it's like these people are great you're gonna love them they, they don't actually enjoy we don't know you buddy <laughs> that's so sad 
Also, I realized Twilight, the movie Twilight. Of course. Renezme is the child of Bella and Edward. I was like, I've seen this before. Yeah. Where was it? It was in Twilight. Yeah. She grows at a rapid pace and then eventually hooks up with a teenage man who is in love with her mom. Well, she was only in love with her mom because he imprinted on the other one. Right. <laughs> it's definitely a normal thing. Totally I love fine. those movies. I can't wait to watch them again. Yeah. <laughs> So, we, we, we have a baby. And yeah. Well, we have a man. Archie has one magic knife. Yeah. So, we've got it all. <laughs> <laughs> if only it worked out the way that they planned, which it does not. Fangs tells the serpents, this is my son. Don't ask any questions. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if they're like, he thinks that man is his son. Is that guy conning? Okay. You know that guy's the same age as you, right? Gates <laughs> Grifter. Yeah, do you yeah. remember the 30 Rock bit where like <laughs> Tracy, this guy is like, I'm your son to Tracy Jordan. And then they're like, this guy's older than you. <laughs> no, but and like I love all of his, he has like all these business ideas that are like, I'm thinking... A family restaurant where we play, where we all the all the food that we serve are like the real classics, you know, the things that are on any any menu, and we're gonna call it Staples. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember Staples. Oh my god, that was a good show. I should watch that again. <laughs> I used to watch it like very often, and then I like fell off of watching the reruns of it or the right. the Netflix. Yeah, it doesn't get replayed to the to the extent that like The Office or yeah. Parks and Rec do. I oh, wonder why. I, I think it might so just funny, be though. a bit headier. Like, like it is. the thing about the Office and Parks is that you can kind of put them on while you're doing laundry and still catch most of it. Yes, it's very fast-paced, <clears> the <throat> jokes, and there's a lot of, like, bigger bits. You kind of got to yeah. be paying attention. Good show, though. Don't kill the ghoulies. Clear a path to Percival. That's the plan. Uh, and Tabitha admits that this battle at Le Baby Lion is one of two ways they beat Percival. Ooh. Now, was the other way they beat Percival the way they'd already tried with the gun? Because that means you're out of ways. Okay, so here's my question. If you know how to beat Percival, why don't you just do that? <laughs> it, does, it is like everyone makes plans. They're like, Tabitha, is that a plan that works? And she's like, then. Eh. And they're not like, okay, well, what is the plan that works? Right, it's like, so you're telling me that you've seen how we succeed and you're still making us guess? Like, why? She's like, time travel. Yeah. yeah. And she doesn't even, you know, there's the line Doctor Strange says that kind of serves as a lot of outs in sure. Avengers, which is, if I tell you what happens, it won't happen. That doesn't make sense. It should be like time well, traveler's wife. In, in, in the rules of, of Avengers. If he, I mean, if you told Tony Stark you sacrifice your life to, right. to kill him, Tony Stark would be like, let me think of ways to not do that. Yeah. Uh, I get that. I don't know. So I was watching The Time Traveler's Wife. Uh-huh. And I really like how... I know that it's not the only way to do a time travel plot. And the multiple universes thing is also an option. And I understand that. Like, you know, you make a choice that splits off into different universes, blah, blah, blah. But I like The Time Traveler's Wife one where everything is a closed loop. So basically anything that's happened has already happened, will happen. There is no way to change it. Yeah. So, like, you could go into the past... And be like, you're, you know, your mom is going to die in this horrible way. And he's like, no, she won't. I'm just going to, you know, make it work so that she doesn't. And he's going to be like, no, you don't understand. What you choose to do will not stop it. Like, you already know about it, kind of. It's hard to explain, but 
how many times do they fight against that in in that show? Like, what yes. happens if they try? They just like everything just kind of works out the way it always worked out. Right, exactly. It's like anything that they've tried, they've already tried, and it's almost like because they've tried it, it has led to the consequences that they didn't want. Mm. It's kind of like it is a little heady, like yeah. when you think about it that way, because it's like oh, but like there's a character who like dies by suicide, and he doesn't. He kind of she figures out that that's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oof, like, sorry, like, you're gonna, you, I don't know what yeah. to tell you, like, yeah, it's gonna happen. I think the fun, the fun of the time travel is, like, it's a way to do, um, prophecy mm-hmm. without yes. invoking the word prophecy. That's true. It's so, similar. Like, I don't, sometimes I get frustrated with prophecy storylines, because it feels like it's kind of a cheap way to create drama of, like, well... We know that it says they're going to fail, and so that we know what to fight against, and we'll be thrilled when they don't fail, that right. kind of thing. And this is, like, their their version of that, of, like, odds are really bad. I know. I can check. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't worry. It's bad. Yeah. But this doesn't work, this baby lion thing. No, this accomplishes jack all. <laughs> um, it actually kind of makes it worse. Uh, Jughead, Jughead is calming Tabitha, saying, "Listen, if I die, you should move on and live your life." Uh, and she's like, "Don't worry, I will." She's like, "She's like, I'm already thinking about leaving you." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's traveled the multiverse, so like he's done it all, and she, she she realizes that's it, Jughead. We haven't checked the timelines in other universes. Sure, obviously, obviously, it's so confusing. And I don't. Yeah, think about that Z axis. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sure. Cheryl tells Archie that the comet doesn't even arrive until tomorrow. And Archie's like, huh, huh probably not important. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cool. Okay. So why are they doing this now? Cheryl, we're busy. <laughs> yeah. The comet, surprising. What happens? Surprising turn? Yeah. Twyla tells Percival she's worried how effective these new ghoulies will be. And Percival tells her he doesn't care about any of them <laughs> or her. They're meat shields. Anyway, there's a banging on the door, and the serpents crash through, and Tony throws throwing stars into Twyla Twist's face. And she says, not what, not today, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. It's kind of great. Yeah. Uh, Kevin and Baby bust through the door into Percival's office, and Percival shoots Kevin through the neck. It's fine. And then sees Baby, says, who are you supposed to be? And he's like, I'm Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Baby's bulletproof, but he's got his knife. And Percival just turns in his chair and vanishes, leaving his clothes behind. It's so unbelievably funny because, like, Baby comes in there, like, ready to save the day. I'm the man you've been waiting for your entire life to defeat you. Right, and then it's just like, bye. It's fine. I'm just going to leave. Yeah, and it's so funny because I can just imagine the crushing disappointment. Like, mm. And then he just gets locked inside. Percival Pickens, naked as the day he was born, <laughs> magically seals everyone inside the casino. A necessary thing, I thought. He's there like, we gotta get him naked one last time. It's the first time it's ever happened this way, but we should definitely make, mm-hmm. make it a thing that he doesn't have clothes. And so it's only people with superpowers left. Oh. Well, and Reggie. His superpower is... He's got a lot of heart. Yeah, he's got a lot of heart. Mm-hmm. He really loves that he's lizard. He's the Rudy of the, of the Riverdale family. <laughs> yeah. The, yes. Yeah. Jughead and Tabitha enter. Where have they been? River Vale. Mm. Uh, odds are better there because supernatural energies are different. Don't make them explain it more. They never quite landed on what it was. <laughs> they have a long shot idea, but the fight has to happen in Pops in its original location. Cool. 
So they just have to keep moving it back and forth and back and forth. Just push pops back where we found it. It's so it's so great that I, I really hope that they like clumped these episodes together where they could just like film it being reset and unset. I, I you know, judging by our ability to go to Rivervale Pops, I'm gonna guess they just built a second pops. Another pop. It just sounds exhausting for your construction team. I what know. is going on over there? You know, were they like unable were, to use was it? There, yeah, was there an original plan to do the fight in that pops inside of the, the gym? Where it was like indoors because they were worried they weren't going to be able to shoot outside. And then they were like, oh, we can shoot outside. So then they undid that plan. Why did I think, though, that the final battle was like literally going to take place like in the aisles of Bob's? Hey, why didn't the ghosts who were like, we're here to watch the final battle say, (laughs) no, 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 the Hellmouth is there. So it has to happen here. Because they're not helpful. They're the worst. They're the worst. (laughs) They're not helpful at all. Tabitha creates a time bubble to make everyone else, not her, move fast enough to take the set apart and rebuild it again. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm fine. Tabitha, can you help? Ah, I'm good. The time bubble. I'm doing the bubble. So, I, pretty, pretty, I can understand why that you might not feel ready for your final battle if you just spent comparatively days tearing <laughs> down and rebuilding a diner. Unless Tabitha could time bubble your rest and relaxation period, Yeah, too. maybe. I'm sure she did that. In, um... In Dragon Ball Z, okay, they had a room that they could tra- walk or a door they could pass through into like a pocket dimension where you could train for an entire year within one day. Oh, how fun would that be? And that be? was yeah, and so that was like their I way to that. like quickly gain power if a new villain or appeared. Get ready for bathing suit season. Or get ready for bathing suit season. That would be right. Great. Yeah, do whatever you want for yeah. all of winter and then into spring and then just pick a day. It's super hot now. It's yeah, great. that's actually I love that. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a good idea. That's how the celebrities do it. I'm surprised that uh, Bulma never never took advantage of that. Mm-hmm. The stand begins. Archie has his bat and Percival has his mace. The others watch from inside. Yeah. It's a pretty intense fight scene of swinging things into each other and punching. So the final battle, though, was just like a... It was a parking lot brawl. Right. Yeah. 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 He knocks Archie down and gloats. And where are Archie's friends now? And then he looks up and they're oh, not no. in the window. And then they exhale the same trick they always get him with. <laughs> oh, if only he were a mind reader. This is the one thing they I don't They surround get. him and everyone gets to punch Percival. Betty's like, thank God I can see threats. This helped so much as she punches him <laughs> in the face. Veronica's like, my poison power is not going to use them. And she punches him in the face. Everyone's punching him in the so face. Sometimes it's just nice, you know? Just get a good punch in. And they tell him that he's lost, and then he summons magic fog, and when it lifts, everyone's powers are turned against them. Uh, Betty is blind. Betty That's is blind. shitty. Yeah, That's bad. Her. Veronica is poisoned. Cheryl is frozen. Mm. Archie is a statue. Reggie is a dummy, which, rude. Yeah. What was his powers? <laughs> Jughead even describes it as a dummy. Like, dude, you're my friend, I thought. <laughs> Jughead's he? like, no, we're not. I've never I been. <laughs> I recently said I never liked you. So. It's uh, only Jughead left inside. Which brings us to dun, dun. five. Percival enters bruised and angry. And he sits across from Jughead with those ghosts bearing witness in the background. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Helpful, as mm. always. Jughead was thinking they play a game. He starts playing with, um, uh, what are those things called? Dominoes. Dominoes. Which is funny because he never suggests they play dominoes. He's just messing yeah. with dominoes. I was like, let's go inside each other's brains <laughs> and try to fuck <laughs> each other up. <laughs> also, don't you think that like in all these scenarios where somebody very confidently 
who seems like they're gonna like lose a thing is like let's play a game that other person always says yes instead of being right. like can you no, imagine the person was that. like i have a mace and just like <laughs> yeah, him. yeah exactly why am i gonna make it harder on myself uh, no he loves it though <laughs> he loves the game so uh jughead can't get through percival's door percival whispers to jughead's door and it opens up. He's like, remember when I wore the hat? <laughs> so he starts tearing pages out of comics. Some scenes flash. I got a glimpse of his kiss with Tabitha for the first time. His home Ooh. at the drive-in. Jughead follows Percival in and admits that uh, this is already a trap. Percival already left. Already lost. Um, his yeah. body has been made vulnerable to Jughead's friends. Now, obviously. I beat your friends. I'm dummy statue outside there could be other people too like <laughs> Jughead's like know. i can have more friends he's like no you're a weirdo you're weird <laughs> uh he first of all really chooses his words and says you can't beat me in riverdale um, and it's like "Ooh, you set me up there we're not in riverdale <laughs> so, why would you say it that way actually it's a weird way to phrase that Percival wakes up covered in his own blood, surrounded by the whole cast of the show with magic knives. Whoa, wow, crazy. But I beat them, he says. Oh, but this is the River Vale gang. Hmm. He says, you can't kill me, and Tabitha says, maybe not now, but through some kind of logic, not in 1580. And then she throws right. him through the door, <laughs> and they're in 1580 in the woods. It wor- this worked for me, actually. Sure, yeah. yeah. Blue ciphers there. And he's like, yes, immortality works that way. If you're taken back to the time before you had immortality, you're not immortal anymore. But your contract still exists now. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bad contract. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's a bad deal. Yeah. Oh, the devil made it, though. Crazy how that works. So Percival says if he can't have Riverdale, no one will. And the loot takes him away in a plume of fire. I liked it. I was into to, it. To, I guess, uh, uh, Hev? <laughs> the River, yeah. River Vale Hell? Is... I guess. <laughs> that sounds like a short time. Bell. Yeah, Bell. Back in Riverdale's present day, the team reconnects. It's over. They celebrate. Yay. Everyone's parents get their head back. Yeah, the casino wasn't sealed. The heads have been found. Creepy Dr. Jr. reconnects them, and Cheryl raises the dead. So did you watch Betty watching Dr. Jr. reconnecting She's them? Like, Don't fuck this up. Yeah, I'm like, Betty, like, he has been nothing but lovely to yeah, you. Yeah, they just love doing bits with him. It's I bet they great. love doing scenes together. He's very fun. What if that was like her new boyfriend, just like Doctor Curdle? I'm Jr. seeing Doctor Curdle Jr. <laughs> He's just always been there for me. Exactly. I I ship it. I truly do. I would really like that. <laughs> they were about the same age, I think. Nah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. How's Jughead? Uh, a little foggy. Yeah, it's all fine. Shouldn't though. he be dead? One more season, baby. <laughs> you can't get rid of me. <laughs> I yet. could die next year. Yeah. Keep on your toes, watchers. It's always possible. Cole cried after the, uh, filming this. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I'm back. Okay, it's fine. Uh, The Coopers are reunited, so I guess we'll look into the ramifications of that next year. Also, maybe, uh, it's, is Polly not sad at all that she's separated give a from... shit. Yeah, her husband. Like, no. I went to heaven. I don't care anymore. I'm gonna... I went to heaven living that lifestyle. I'm gonna die and go to heaven. It's great. He'll be there in heaven. That's... Everyone's in heaven. Yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter. Uh, everyone... There's an awkward silence in the... Uh, Keller Keller Fang's Tony household as they all kind of sit around Tom not talking to one another. So you were, you just kind of fucked up so actually. Remember when we were like willing to kill you. Yeah. Uh, Archie and Frank silently drink together. Yeah, yeah, they do. Trauma boys reunited once again. Cheryl interrupts. She tells the gang that Bailey's Comet is about to destroy Riverdale in a day in an extinction level event. Oh no, the zombies are here. No, it's a it's a meteor. It's a comet. But the zombies will 
will be there after. I don't. I. You know what? I'm gonna no? say no. Really? No zombies. But you know, Roberto loves referencing his own work. Right. Oh, we forgot to mention that Roberto did the Stand comic book. Uh, Roberto did the Stand comic book. It was a whole thing. We talked about it off camera, off mic, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's referencing his own work. He loves doing that. He mm-hmm. did that now. He did it again. He did it again. Yeah. So they're going to die? Or do you think they're going to go in the sex bunker and come out and it's going to be the apocalypse? What, is this the 100 again? Yeah, it's the 100 again. They're going to go in their little pods. Who is your citizen of the week? Um, let's do Baby because he sacrificed his whole childhood. Sure, okay, good for Baby. Yeah, he didn't okay. help. And, and but... what is your uh, shark jump of the week? I think the same let's thing. Let's do Baby, yeah. Yeah, the same <laughs> exact thing. Absolutely. Great. So, uh, I guess that brings us straight to our favorite mill. <gasps> the rumor mill? The rumor mill. Oh my gosh, amazing. Um, I wow. don't think zombies are coming. Okay, I don't no know zombies. what Sad. they're going to do about a comet. I think the comet's hitting. I think it's happening. I think that's what the bunker is you for. You think post-apocalyptic Riverdale is next season? I do. I don't want... Listen, I'll, I'm down for post-apocalyptic Riverdale. I'm not down for zombie post-apocalyptic Riverdale. So what... Tabitha does time travel. Nobody's lost their powers. Right? No, nobody appears to have lost their powers. They're wondering if they're going to keep them forever. Theoretically, it seems like Tabitha's not the only person who can go back in time, right? Because Percival went back in time. Yeah, I guess she can just like take people through time now. Right. So technically, she could just take everyone back and they could survive. And what about the rest of the world? No, that's fucked. But in this case, we only really care about citizens of Riverdale. So maybe that'll happen. Maybe she'll take him back. I don't know how they stop this. Yeah. I can think of some examples from other media in The Hundred. They find out that there's like a death wave of radiation that's going to wipe out all life that's still on Earth. Bummer. Um, and they spend an entire season looking for ways to survive, escape, what have you. And they end up splitting into three different solutions. Most of the people get into like a bunker left behind by some death cult hundreds of years ago. Fun. Several of the group go into space to live on their old space station that's barely together anymore. And then Clark, the main protagonist, kind of gets left behind. But um, spoiler alert, yeah, I don't know how alert. deep the fandom is for the 100 now. Clark gets magic blood that makes her immune to radiation. That's helpful. Yeah, it's really good. Good for her. Yeah, real good for her. In the Umbrella Academy, in the comic, the moon is like in a crash into Earth after uh, um, Vanya does like... Violin. Um, yeah, does like evil violin stuff, and cool. Klaus stops it with telekinesis. He like catches the moon and like puts it back. In the show, Victor does the same with the moon, but they time travel back in time to escape it. Wait, is this Legends of Tomorrow? No, no, I'm still talking about Umbrella Academy. Oh, sorry, I'm just talking I about got comic confused. versus TV. Yeah, it happens a lot with uh, uh, this kind of thing going down. The moon is uh, is intense. Mm-hmm. Just like comets hitting end of the world stuff. I mean, that is what allegedly wiped out the dinosaurs. Allegedly. I mean, I guess definitely. <laughs> but no one knows if it wasn't A. <laughs> right. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. I think that, I feel like the comet is going to hit because I think Riverdale is going to do another reset. And like, what new... What kind of reset would that be, though? I don't know. Maybe they have to get rid of all their sets and they're like, we're just in a barren wasteland now. There's something kind of exciting about that, but also just like, wow. I think that 
it could be like half the season is like they're in an apocalyptic world and then something something happens and then Tabitha time travels and back and it's not a big deal you know I think something like that could happen <sighs> would they undo it in like one episode one episode would be disappointing but five episodes I could like have fun with it's like now we're just talking about what is the final storyline that this show should even do and what is the last point they want to make about their own existence here yeah i mean the other thing is that you could have it just be like this whole thing was in jughead's mind and that he's like traumatized from you, something. end of the next episode they just wide out and he's like see i can write comic books now <laughs> <laughs> good job Jughead. yeah I, there's this, uh, I'm sure we've talked about this before, but this idea that like Stranger Things will end with them playing D&D before uh, Will's funeral. And Absolutely not. I don't think that's no, actually going to no happen. No way in hell. Why would people want a show to end that way? No, no, it wouldn't. I don't think it's actually going to end that way, but how sad would that be? What a bleak Yeah, ending. that would be awful. That would be the worst it, thing. I'd be like, oh, sorry, your friend was kidnapped and murdered or something. Great D&D sesh, though. Yeah. Let's go be sad for a while. Let's go be sad. Glad that we uh, uh, could have We could have established beautiful relationships with our older siblings and friends, but instead we played D&D in a basement and imagined those things. What are you talking about? <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Radio Flyer? Yeah. Okay, so I think that's, that happens in Radio Flyer, kind of. It's like... Not to that level, but it's very disturbing because it's like they imagine like escaping their like evil stepdad and uh, flying away in the radio flyer. And so they do that. But then it's very heavily implied that the little brother like died and that all of like the... The, them escaping the radio flyer is like not real. Did you just know this? I, I, I you know, when I was a kid <laughs> and I last time I saw a radio flyer, yeah, didn't really have that perspective on it. No, didn't really think about that once. That's I was canon. like, and then they got away. I love when the radio flyer flies at the end of the right. movie. Yeah, um, I'm so sorry to tell you this, but Alec Baldwin, I think, does like kill them. Or killed the little brother. Or he I didn't even know it was Alec Baldwin as I'm the gonna, dad. I was very young this. when I watched this movie. I'm going to just confirm that I'm not just like totally like The one where they lying. get like a little red wagon. Yeah. That's kind of all I remember now. It's kind of funny. Is there a ramp? Are they trying to fly on the, on the red wagon? Yes. Bobby speeds down the hill alone. Triumphantly swerves into the air as Mike and Shane look on. The stepdad's arrested. Though Mike never sees Bobby again, he continues to receive postcards from him from all around the world. Back in the present, Mike reiterates to his sons the importance of keeping a promise and imparts a lesson about history being in the mind of the teller. He concludes his story by saying, that's how I remember it. Dark Holy shit. Yeah, dark, right? Yeah. It's a bummer. I hope Archie punches it. I hope it's just like, we just shoot Archie just in the air. And punch he punches the comet. The That'd be great. Oh, I have an idea that's kind of sad. Have you seen the movie Armageddon? Yeah, yeah, that's some of the miners. Yeah, yeah. Archie and his guys, they've mined before. Or they sent Archie, and Archie, like, detonates a bomb, and he's like, I'm forged, so I think it'll be okay, but I'm going to let No, he'll be fine. Yeah, or he'll be floating in space for all eternity, which is really bad. But forged, so he'll be fine. Right, and he'll just die of old age, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. or suffocation. He'll probably, he can probably still die, like, like an unbreakable. Yeah. He's, like, unbreakable, remember? Yeah, he's, like, unbreakable. Yeah. Sad. Anyway, what are you watching? You know, oh, I, I forgot. <laughs> Sorry, I did forget the one other important piece, the piece of media I was thinking about with the, with the Comet storyline. There's this um, anime movie called Your Name. Okay, you oh, I've one? heard of this. Yes, I've heard yeah. of the movie. So uh, 
to get spoilery with it. Cool. Sorry, Spoiler. guys. Yeah. As usual. I'll make, I'll make it work. It's about this boy and this girl. He lives in Tokyo, and she lives in, like, some rural town. Okay. And they, uh, like, every other day, they switch bodies. Oh, that's so fun. They can't figure out why. He's her. She's him. Well, and, ha- like, are they, they, ever... they start leaving notes on their phones for each other and, like, on their, on their bodies for each other to discover the next day. So they kind of form this weird relationship of, like wake up all right what did she do with me yesterday what did i do with her yesterday how do they know which one of them quote unquote they are well you always know who what body you're in you wake up and you're like no sorry that's not what i mean like did was this their whole life they were doing no this this is new this is like starting now which is part of the mystery of it why is this happening right now and he like they kind of get a little bit of feelings for each other and so he's like i'm gonna go and find her Oh. And he tries to find this town that, like, no one can find what's going on here. He eventually meets someone who's like, oh, yeah, I used to live there before the accident. Oh, no. What accident? What accident? And it turns out they're not just tr- switching through uh, space, but time. Time. That makes sense. She, it's it's the lake house. Oh, Except yeah. the town was destroyed by a, by a meteor. By oh. Piece falling down, like destroying everything. But now that he knows, can he stop it? They've stopped swapping at that point, and he like oh. has to figure out some way to reestablish that connection, go back in time, and save her and as many people as possible. That's a deep it's, story. It's really good. Yeah, that's. I fun. think it's on HBO Max. That sounds fun. If and you get sad. a chance, I highly recommend it. Does it's it so happy? good. Yeah, it ends pretty happy. Okay, that's good. Yeah, good I know. think you will really like the end, actually. Do they get together? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll just Google it later. Or watch it. We'll see. So what are you watching now? I Well, Pretty Little Liars Original Sin, obviously. Um, what else am I watching? Only Murders in the Building. I'm caught up with that. I am, I guess, one behind. Okay, now. then I won't talk about that. I'm trying to think if there's another show that I've been watching. Oh, I've been kind of behind on TV. <gasps> yeah. I, I feel like I gave you guys all the my thoughts on Original Sin. But <laughs> you did. You were yeah. talking about Original Sin. Yeah, so I'll skip me. What about you? Oh, I saw Nope. I saw Nope. What did you think of Nope? I saw Nope. I enjoyed the whole time I was watching it. I was like, this is pretty fun. It felt a little bit long. Um, sitting with it now, I definitely feel like, oh, I, I get it more the longer I sit with it. And I enjoy it more because of that. Um, it is my like least favorite Jordan Peele movie, but I really like his other movies, so it's not so crazy to say that. Mm. What about you? Yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought all the performances were great. I yeah, it was scary and thrilling more than anything. Yeah, was, like I thought just like the way they shot the thing in the sky was very cool and scary. So this is spoilers for Nope, <laughs> but I read this thing that I think is actually kind of interesting. That maybe it's not an alien, but like an angel. And I thought that was a really interesting perspective. Now, what do you mean by angel? Well, because were they also talking about Neon Genesis Evangelion when they said that? No, they were not. Okay. Or maybe they were, and I didn't know what that meant. You talked about this before, though. So in that show, the giant robots fight these giant monsters that are that angels. They call, they're named angels. They're named after angels from mythology, but they have these like crazy wackadoo forms that will shift and unfold. Yeah. And several of them do that in a manner similar to the uh, jean jacket. Interesting. Yeah. I, they, so they, I can't remember, but, you know, there's a lot of references to things like bad miracles and, like, angels are associated with, like, miracles and stuff like that. And this idea of something watching over you that you can't look at because, remember, in Riverdale, 
the whole thing where it's like he's an angel but my original form would be like so terrifying if you looked at it it would be like right. it would fuck yeah. you up forever yeah. kind of similar vibes my real form I'm like a blue cube yeah. that shapes just into a drill right <laughs> very weird so but yeah what are you watching I was just starting the new season of Harley Quinn this morning, oh, yeah. the, the animated version. Yeah, Kaylee Cuoco. Which is, yeah, that was, it's fun. I think my favorite bit is that um, Commissioner Gordon is running for mayor of Fine. the city and everyone's like, we hate you. It's hell here. Yeah. It's terrible all the time and you're the commissioner. And he's like debating against the mayor and he's like, well, you approve my budgets. Right, that's. <laughs> but his mm. campaign manager is Two-Face. Oh, and then later Before in the episode, Two-Face becomes Two-Face? no, no. After Two Face becomes Two Face. Okay. And so then later in the episode, Two Face betrays him and oh. is like managing the other guy's campaign. He's like, "How could you do this to me?" Yeah. How and Two could Face you? is like, "Do you know what my name is?" Yeah, literally. Wow. I don't think this guy should be mayor. <laughs> I don't think he has a lot of foresight. No. The question is, who should be mayor of Gotham City? Is anyone good enough to be mayor of Gotham City? Is Batman around? Do you I'm... want? Do you think Batman should be mayor of Gotham City? I don't. No, me neither. Yeah. I wonder whose campaign he would fund. The Oh, Bruce? Yeah, yeah, you know, he loves it. Usually Harvey Dent's. Yeah, oh, right. Bummer. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, yeah, then he killed his girlfriend, kind of. Well, not on purpose. No, it was not. No, yeah. it was on purpose. Well, I mean, he didn't. No, the Joker killed his girlfriend on purpose, and then Harvey Dent was sad about it. Oh, yeah, no, The Dark sorry. Knight. Harvey yeah. didn't kill. Right. Rachel. Right. He accidentally Rachel. Yeah. I love that movie, though. That Dark Knight movie was really good. That Dark Knight movie, have you heard of it? Yeah, some say it's a pretty good movie. Some people say it's really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you see the Batman? I really liked the Batman. I did too. I thought it was I was fun. really into it, yeah. yeah. I can do more of that for sure. I didn't really understand a lot of the gangster stuff. I was like, these all look like the same person, but Fair. sure. Yeah, I was much less interested in all of, like the backstory stuff and be like, what did Thomas Wayne do right. quite as much as I was like into the methodical, I'm doing an investigation with Catwoman. And, yeah. I, and I liked all the scenes with Gordon because Gordon's like a guy seeing comic book stuff appear for the first time and it's just like what the hell is going on i don't understand my my gotham was real normal this guy is hilarious <laughs> my favorites uh, he's good i like that actor. and yeah i thought paul dano was pretty good paul I liked dano's it. great i liked it man yeah. and i but i was also watching that guy being like someone get him a robin i get him a little boy to calm him down <laughs> chill man chill yeah i really enjoyed that was really fun yeah i love paul dano think he's an amazing underrated actor and i know he's been in like batman so i can't really be like oh man when is anyone gonna give right, this guy a shot right. but he's so good he was so good as brian wilson in the beach boys movie love and mercy it's such an underrated movie and i don't know why we don't talk about it more i have no idea what you're talking about yeah it's okay it's not important it's fine yeah i was watching some of the gray man also what is that? that what is that it's boring it's boring it's okay. crazy how like i'm watching like insane action scenes just being like why don't i care i'm gonna be honest john that's how i feel about most action scenes yeah so yeah no this one's extra like they jump out of a plane and then it's just all cgi of two people fighting while falling through the air it's funny and i'm just like the hell is this yeah so what's it about though uh so ryan gosling cool a gray man and that means, which means something. he works for the cia and the cia everyone's young and hot and reggie jean page and uh, cool. uh jessica henwick and they're like we need you to kill this guy okay and then when he kills this guy this guy's like i'm also a gray man and he's like oh no i'm sorry and john what is a gray man they're the gray man 
Do I need to know what that they're is? Like an elite, they're like an elite murder guy for the U.S. government. Oh, so he has to kill another assassin? Uh, he, I guess, is usually trying to take out bad guys, but you know, it's a, it's one of those plots where it's like, oh, surprise, now they're trying to kill you. Right, right. And so he like goes on the run, uh, and then the CIA is like, well, there's only one guy who can hunt Ryan Gosling. Another Ryan Gosling? Chris Evans. Right, who okay. Who is not a gray man. Oh, that would be silly. Right. That would be ridiculous, okay. right? If he were also a gray man. So who's the first gray man? Uh, I I mean, I didn't get far enough in the movie to meet many more gray men. Okay. But Billy Bob Thornton recruited Ryan Gosling. Okay. Then apparently retired. Okay. And so, but he still supports Ryan Gosling. And then Chris Evans is like third party corporate mm. espionage guy, I guess. So, like, he doesn't have any rules. He's, like, a bad guy. He'll, like, kill anybody. I hate this movie. <laughs> this movie's bad. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen this movie, but it's bad. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. Wow, Caitlin. Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, at Riley Tweets, R-E-I-L-L-Y Tweets. What about, where can you find us as a collective? Us as a, as a, as a vibe? Yeah. You can find us on Instagram, at the Riverdale Register Podcast amazing yeah ask us questions there uh we have one episode of the season left how do you think they'll stop the comet you let us know sound off in the comments over and out river vixens